Today, we bring you the final part of my conversation with Tammy Irwin, CEO of Verizon Business. Let's dig into the rest of the interview. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. So autonomous driving is on the topic I want to hit. Uh, you know, it's been around, or companies have been testing it for a while. And I think the, the lockdown, the, the social distancing status quo has made the idea of a self-driving car far more attractive. Uh, here's how 5G is helping to make autonomous driving more of a reality. Yeah, so this is one that I can visualize as I think about the difference between a 4G environment and a 5G environment. I do think, uh, Roger, we've been talking about this for a long time, like when will it come to fruition? When will it be real? Uh, We're seeing this being tested today in pockets throughout the country. And it's not just for driverless vehicles or autonomous vehicles, but it's also for drones. Uh, You saw us announce this week the work that we're doing with UPS on drones own capability. When you think about uh, 4G versus 5G, if you're in an autonomous vehicle today uh, in a 4G ecosystem and you want to clear the car in front of you, uh, your clearance is about four inches based on latency capability. In a 5G ecosystem, because you've got latency that can be sub 10 milliseconds, all of a sudden you find yourself in an environment where you've got a four foot clearance to the car in front of you because the low latency capability allows that. We're having conversations with uh, cities around the country to really understand their planning cycle. We talked about San Jose this week at CES and the work we're doing with them to really build the smart city capability. And as you build the smart city capability, the 5G capability of low latency uh, and the bandwidth capability and the ability for uh, the signals to travel at speed allows a very, very differentiated and a very real experience for smart cities, for autonomous vehicles, and for drones that I think are going to be very, very real as you think about how do partners like UPS deliver against the demand that they have for home delivery. Uh, Drones will play an important part of that, and we're already seeing that in prototype today and in testing. So I think it's going to come faster than we imagine because we're finding new and different ways to really use the power of 5G UWB. And how much of this work has been directly inspired by you know what's been going on over the last year? And and a lot of these solutions, are they quick fixes of the problems that we've seen exposed now, or are they solutions that can be applied to really society over the long term? Yeah, I, I really believe that you know, pre-pandemic, everyone was talking about digital transformation. And we talked about everybody will go through digital transformation. Everybody was planning for it. What we've seen over the last 12 months is real-time transformation. When you're in the middle of a crisis, when you've got to see patients and they can't come into an office, when you've got to educate kids and they can't come into a school environment, when you want to reimagine entertainment, we found all kinds of ways with a broader ecosystem to reimagine. And I really do believe that we've cut three, four, five years off of the planning cycle of going from planning for digital transformation to actually deploying digital transformation. And what we're seeing with our customers is they're beginning to see the possibilities of 5G, whether it's in our lab environments or whether it's in cities where we've actually got it deployed. It's just creating more and more curiosity and commitment to acceleration of transformation. It's one of the reasons why I'm really excited about the work that we've done with AWS in Mobile Edge Compute because the way we've rolled that out is we now have developers that have access to whatever it is that they're developing. If they want to pull in the power of UWB uh, and the work that we've done with Edge Compute, they can do that through the normal process that they would follow in their development cycle. And so we're really broadening it out and creating 
all kinds of exposure to what's possible. And as we're now proving the power of 5G, I think we're seeing people accelerate the potential and identification of those solutions. So I believe it's accelerated. I believe it will accelerate it not only as we can imagine a world post-COVID, um, but really we've gone from reacting to responding to reimagining, and that reimagining is happening real time as we think about how do you drive change today that's good for today and really the crisis management to what will be good and different in the future uh, that will have strong societal benefits. And it's, it's one of the things that you know, we think about our strategy, we've said we create the networks that move the world forward. That's been our defined purpose. We talk about that clearly. Uh, we believe that mission is more important now than ever before because we have the responsibility not only to employees, customers, and shareholders, but to society as our port stakeholder. All right. And lastly, assuming 5G works exactly as promised with snappy speeds, responsiveness, all that low latency, what is your dream application for this technology? What is my dream application? Well, how much time do we have to talk about dream applications? <laughs> well, I, I believe A, 5G is working exactly as we've defined it. Um, I'm super proud of the ability for us to deliver on the timelines and the commitments that we've made around deploying cities and making the capability really come to life. I'm incredibly appreciative for the partnerships that we've developed with AWS and with Azure and with Apple and Samsung and others to really make the, app, the ecosystem come to life because it's really when you unlock the power of ecosystem that you can begin to imagine solutions. I, I believe the things that we've talked about today, healthcare, education, digital divide, are the big ones. And I think 5G will absolutely help solve those. We've also made some pretty big commitments to technology and the use to uh, help improve the environment as we think about how do we make sure that we uh, play a responsible role in using technology to solve some of the world's biggest problems, environment included. So uh, we have a responsibility, we have an obligation, we're honored to be part of that and we understand that. And I think the ability to use technology to solve some of the world's biggest problems is a commitment that Verizon has made because we understand and are honored to be part of serving society as our fourth stakeholder. And that concludes our interview. I want to thank Verizon Business CEO Tammy Irwin for her time and stay tuned for our final CES panel interview with Dr. Steve Amon of the Mayo Clinic. As always, if you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.